1: Welcome in to the ACL pod featuring the one and only Cap'n Wags. He's Wags. I'm ACL. The website, guys, is therealmracl.com where you can get all your packages, articles, podcasts, anything else you want. Just go on the site, check us out, and be sure to, of course, please leave us a five-star rating. Leave us a five-star rating, a nice comment, and your Twitter handle. We are going to be picking one person out a month and giving them a uh, either a prize back or some site credit there. So be sure to do that, but be sure to leave your Twitter handle. So we know how to get in touch with you. All right. We have reached WAGS, the final team in the division, the AFC West, The not the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, which should be interesting. Before Vegas, I, baby. Vegas, baby. Before I kick it over to you, here are their numbers. Seven and nine last year. They definitely overperformed expectations last year. They were still last place in the West, but it was a, a – uh, I'm sorry, third to last in the West behind the uh, Chargers. But it, it was still a – a, they definitely overperformed last year compared to their win total and uh, some thoughts that people had on them, which we'll, of course, get into. Season win total this year is seven minus 110 flat both ways. Uh, odds to win the division 12 to one to win the division this year. Odds to win the AFC 30 to one. Odds to win the Super Bowl 66 to one. And odds to make the playoffs a significant dog plus 255. The team moves from Oakland to Las Vegas. Quarterbacks, new Marcus Mariota they brought in, as well as a backup, which I'll talk, uh, touch upon. Wags, where are you on the Oak, on the I'm sorry I, Las Vegas Raiders <laughs> headed into this year?
0: Well, first I'll say if you're betting against the Las Vegas Raiders, you should go to Vegas to do so. Um, I think the numbers there are a little different than what you'll get on uh, online books and, and outside of Vegas because, hey, everybody loves the hometown team. I will do a lot of talking up of Vegas while I am not even that high on them (laughs) last year. They were pretty unfortunate. I think they had 10 different starters on the offensive line. All 10 of those starters are back. They, the reason why is uh, a lot of injuries happened and they never really had a, a solid crew up front to kind of mesh and, 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 Feed off of each other uh, there was always constantly turnover uh, on the O-line injuries etc um, they also have some you know big improvements up front I think they got some uh, free agent signs and, and some draft picks as well uh, going to shore up the f- offensive line so I, I think there's improvement there last year I think they had somewhere around the uh, the top uh, top 12 offense in the league, you know, when you're on the field that much, uh, I guess that's what happens, but they have loads and loads of weapons. Um, they bring in Henry Ruggs from the draft. They have uh Tyrell Williams, Hunter Renfro, um, Zay Jones, Nelson Aguilar. They got a lot of names. Um, they got a lot of weapons. Derek Carr is going to be flinging the ball. Oh, not to mention Darren Waller, basically a receiver at tight end. Um, fantasy and,
1: steal last year for a lot of people oh yeah
0: big, big fantasy including steal. yours truly that's right yes. you, I, I do remember you having him in at least one league possibly two
1: possibly so, two
0: yeah uh, definitely <laughs> um, someone to keep an eye on again uh, I do see they also signed Jason Witten
1: so, so let just right first oh, yeah. of all, yes. So, so Jason Witten was the Monday Night Color guy a couple of years ago. John Gruden was the Monday Night Color guy, I guess, before him. And That's now right.
0: they're on the same team. One same is the team. coach and one is
1: the veteran leader in the locker room. I think they signed him for like four million bucks. So, he, hey,
0: only in Vegas, only in there Vegas, we go. Right? Jason Witten and
1: John Gruden together. And Mike Mayock, who's their GM, was a TV guy on the NFL network prior it's crazy. to crazy. So, so they must
0: know what they're talking about, right?
1: Yeah. Cause they're on TV, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. So yeah. I
0: do, I do like their offense. Uh, Derek Carr is a big wild card. I mean, he, he's got an arm. I know someone, uh, who's played with him. I uh, talked to him often. He was a big believer in car, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you've seen kind of some roller coaster with him where some some games he looks like he's unstoppable and other games he looks like he's playing for the other team. So, uh, you know, got Josh Jacobs in the backfield. You know, I can't can't not like that. Right. Guy Guy was good.
1: Especially on a rookie deal. I mean, the guy had seven rushing touchdowns last year, 1,150 yards, and yep. you're paying him rookie money for the next three years. So Incredible.
0: So, And I talked on the last pod, I think, uh, when we were talking about Denver, just mentioning improvement in, in the um, division, especially on the defense, and they bring in Corey Littleton, who happens to be my favorite player. So – Um, This guy is is an unbelievable middle linebacker. He's tall. He's got range. He can play uh, off the edge, you know, coming up the middle on a blitz, uh, and he can cover. So um, I I really like him. I'm curious to see how Carr handles the offense, and I think the defense is, is, you know, you're going to see an improvement there. That being said, I still only have him down for, um, you know, six or seven wins, and I do have them projected to finish last. Uh, There's a reason why their win total is seven matching last year when they do make a move to Vegas. I see, you know, uh, this my kind of um, putting myself in the eyes of, of, of an odds maker is, all right, you got a big move to Vegas. You're in uh, the gambling capital uh, for sports betting. And, you know, the, the number doesn't move at all, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's uh, kind of tempting you to take that over uh, on seven. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not running to the window on an over. If anything, I, I do play an under. I don't think they're going to um, do that well this year, but I think there's a lot of potential and it wouldn't surprise me if they finished nine and seven. So um, we'll see what I do. Uh, again, I'm not running to the window yet. Uh, still a lot to see, you know, without preseason, it, that's also tough, but uh, curious to see what they're going to do. Um, you know, they, they got a tough schedule, right? They, they, open on the road in Carolina. Okay. You know, that's going to be a toss up. Their favorite road favorite. Yeah. Road favorite. Right. Could win, should win, you know, neutral field. They'd Supposed to win. Yep. And then they got the saints, the Patriots, the bills and the chiefs and the bucks all in a row. Then they got to go to Cleveland. Who's hey, they're not that terrible. Then they got the chargers. Then they got the Raiders both on the road. They got three home games in a row, uh, road games. I'm sorry. In a row at the Browns at the LA chargers. Um, no, I'm sorry, they're home. they're home against the Broncos, but not an easy schedule. Then they got the Chiefs, the Falcons. All right. You know, maybe they got a cupcake in the Jets, but again, on the road, right? So this is a very difficult schedule. It doesn't help them. Um but uh, I still think they could put up points uh, and we'll see how they fare this year. Uh, what about you ACL? Where do you have uh, the v- Las Vegas Raiders?
1: I think you said the word potential and that's right where I'm at this team. So they return their entire offensive line and with no preseason, I've been harping on this during all these pods, continuity is in- hugely important. So th- they bring back the entire O-line, they bring back Carr, um, they did a ton in free agency, the off season, hundred percent agree with you on the, uh, um, Corey Littleton signing three years, 36 okay. million. And that guy Absolutely is great. Love that. You got
0: I'm telling you if any, any of the listeners out there, you need to watch Corey Littleton. If you're a defender, defensive minded player, he, he is phenomenal. I love For his sure. range.
1: The question for me is the red zone. I mean, Derek Carr, he has he has some moments. I think we kind of know what he is at this point. He's a solid quarterback. He's not sort of in that upper on MVP category. Um, his problem was the red zone. I mean, they were 11th in total offense last year, but 22nd in touchdown percentage in the red zone and 24th overall in scoring per game. So that's very rare to see a team that's 11th in total offense, but that poor in the red zone. Mm-hmm. So they certainly need to improve upon that um the Marcus Mariota signing to me was interesting and I'm curious to get your thoughts on this so last year Mariota is a starter for the Titans they bring in Tannehill Tannehill was a former top 10 pick he was a starter for multiple years they bring him in to quote back up Mariota kind of put the pressure on him light a fire under him blah 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 It se- it feels like to me that that's the main motivation here for the Raiders to bring in a guy like Marriott. I mean, there was so much talk last year about they, they were talking about trading card. They were talking about actually dumping him, just eating the salary cap number, which would have been enormous. Um, he had a decent year. They decided to bring him back. And they bring in this guy, the former number two overall pick, who's had modest success. Um, and it just feels like, to me, they brought him in to sort of say, OK, Derek, this is it, man. You get maybe half a year. If you suck the first eight games, we're going to Marcus. And...
0: Yep. No, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. To add to that, I mean, not only do they bring in Mariota, but they're also, you know, by bringing them in, it's a fully guaranteed base of seven and a half million dollars. So they're basically saying, like, hey, we got a guy right up your ass right now, right? So you better perform, Derek, or we got someone else who has experience and can come in. um, You know, now now I I like Carr better. Um, I think most would. I think again. Like we've been kind of beating a dead horse here. Potential. Derek Hart's potential. He's he's done it before. He can throw the ball. He he's a flinger. He's you know someone who can do this and and has proved himself that he can play in the league and play with um, you know some weapons. Uh, let's let him be consistent. I mean that's what he needs to do. And maybe this will light a fire under his ass.
1: Yeah, they also brought in uh, Henry Riggs, of course, from Alabama in the draft, which I thought was a fantastic pick. Um, I will say this, as far as the salary cap stuff, Wags, the Raiders pay the third most money to their quarterbacks in the entire NFL which is well, crazy when you think about their two quarterbacks are Mariota and Derek Carr. They pay the third most money to those guys. That's what happens uh, when you bring
0: in $7.5 guaranteed there, in the first year. For, there you go. For and when you
1: sign Derek Carr to $125 million. And yeah. then, of course, they have Nathan Peterman sitting back there as well, who you never know with John Gruden. He might just decide to stick him in there at one point. Um, yeah, this is an interesting team. I mean, there's a ton of potential there. I, I will say this, and, and as a hockey guy, I'm sure you've heard of the term the Vegas flu. Right, which is these teams going into play the Las Vegas Golden Knights, um, they go in there they kind of treat it as like a party, right? They perform very poorly. The Knights, I think, their first year or two had an extremely good home record because these teams would come into Vegas and just not do well. They would sort of go out the night before, go out that night, whatever, not focus. And you wonder. I know it's a little different situation where you know after the four. After a Sunday afternoon game, the teams might not stay in Vegas overnight, but they're still in Vegas. Now, I get that with COVID, there's probably a lot less going on, but the whole Vegas flu thing for hockey, I know, was extremely real. Uh, the first years or two. So for some of these guys, I mean, this is the first time that are potentially going to Vegas, right? To, right? to play here. So, so
0: it's not only the game in Vegas that, um, you know, they were affected and impacted on, but it was the following game too. So, right. Right. So they was, were partying
1: after the game. Exactly.
0: Right? They would go to Vegas, they would party, you know, play the game, go out the next, you know, that night, uh, fly out the next day, uh, you know, likely have a game the following day. So, It could impact, uh, you know, we'll we'll see, like you said, you know, with COVID going on, probably helps the away team a little bit because, you know, there's probably not going to be much partying going out, et cetera. Um, But, you know, that's something to monitor, if not this year, you know, in in the coming years uh, when teams do uh, go out because starting out the next week sluggish could impact. Kind of how they are mentally preparing for for the next Sunday, or you know even Thursday, if there are any games um, going on.
1: Yeah, maybe I haven't checked the schedule yet. I just thought of this as you mentioned that. I mean, if a team plays Vegas on a Sunday and then they have a Thursday night game, you know, four days later. Maybe a a scheduling situational spot to fade that team. Just sort of throwing that out there. Yep. Um, All right. We have made it through the entire AFC, which is awesome. We are going to be back Mm -hmm. with the NFC soon, um, and we're halfway through. So hope you guys are enjoying these. Again, the website, therealmisteracl.com, and also please leave a five-star review along with your Twitter handle on the pod here. All right. For WAGs, I am ACL. We will talk to you guys next time with the NFC East.